Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I got another one of those stories sent to me by everybody, including Ari. And uh, CNN reports, Michelle Watson writes, a black man's drug conviction has been vacated after a white judge said the man looks like a criminal. And that's the quote, looks like a criminal. And by the way, it's still happening in Michigan, which Ari pointed out. So, uh, of course, uh, that's something I'll take a very close look at because it happened in Michigan. But it's an interesting story nonetheless. And it's a, obviously a terrible thing that happened. A black man in Michigan has had his drug conviction now vacated due to the trial court judge saying the man looks like a criminal to me. According to a federal appellate court ruling, the man was sentenced to more than 10 years in federal prison back in 22 by U.S. District Court Judge Stephen Murphy. According to a news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office, Eastern District of Michigan. Now, the judge is white, and he made the comment about the defendant during a January 2020 court hearing, according to the appellate court ruling filed Thursday. The appellate court wrote, in their opinion, among the many disparaging remarks about the defendant that the district judge made, the most troubling is that he looks like a criminal to me. So apparently he made, and this is a quote, many disparaging remarks about the defendant. And the fact that they're talking about this means he made them on the record. Regardless of the judge's intended meaning, we must consider the interpretation that a reasonable observer of this public hearing could have made, for we must guard against not only actual bias, but the appearance of bias, which demeans the reputation and integrity of the court of which the district judge is a part. It's an appellate court writing again. Now, I've mentioned the appearance of impropriety, and and different situations have different rules. And in Michigan, the state court judges follow one set, and the federal judges have their own rules. But in the federal system, I guess they refer to bias and actual bias, and and apparent, or the appearance of bias. And um, of course, I've talked before about impropriety, and the appearance of impropriety, meaning you don't do anything bad, and you don't do anything that could look bad. And so here, the judge should not have a bias, and he shouldn't appear to have a bias, okay? So CNN reached out to the judge's officer comment, but apparently did not get a response. At another hearing, after those remarks were made, the judge apologized to the defendant for losing his temper, saying he was frustrated with many delays in the case, which had been pending since 2018, and that he was not prejudiced against the defendant. And so he's actually saying to the defendant, I'm sorry, I was upset at how long this is taking. Whose fault is that? Is that the defendant's fault or is it the court's fault? Because remember that the court and the judge are considered to be, in essence, the same thing. They'll often refer to the judge as the court and vice versa. And so I've seen an attorney say, as this court knows, blah, 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 blah. Well, the judge knows, okay? And so the court has ruled. Well, the judge ruled. And so if things are going slow because the court ain't working quickly, whose fault is that again? That is, in fact, the judge's, the court's fault. So hearings of this case were delayed multiple times, as you might guess, because it started happening around 2020. And uh, the appellate court said the complexity or duration of a criminal case gives no license to a district court to prejudge the defendant's guilt or otherwise dispose of the cause in any manner except through fair proceedings. The Sixth Circuit sent a pretty strong message today 
that no matter who you are, what you look like, or what you're accused of, you're entitled to be treated with dignity, respect, and above all, actual fairness. And that's his attorney speaking to CNN. When judges, prosecutors, defense lawyers, police, or others fail to uphold their oaths in protecting the presumptively innocent, then community faith in our system is lost and our republic struggles to function. Again, that's the attorney speaking. I want to be very clear that I have the utmost respect for Judge Murphy, and people should not assume anything about his character, the attorney said. Uh, And he said that the appeal was really about the appearance. Criminal justice requires not just actual fairness, but the appearance of it too. The appellate court's ruling vacates the conviction and sentence and orders a new trial in the case, which will be assigned to a different judge. Gee, I wonder why. But yeah, that's, that's, that's why you do that. So this is, of course, a very, very bad thing. Sadly, it happened three years ago. The appellate court just now spun it around, as I like to say. Uh, and so these things do take time, unfortunately. But we'll see what happens. But I've mentioned before that I had a case years ago. It was a lawsuit. It was a lawsuit. My client was suing somebody else. One person suing another. And the case hinged entirely, entirely on the credibility of the two witnesses. My client says that something happened to him that the defendant did to him. The defendant says, I never did that. Never did that. Now, there was some evidence that we had that could support my client's claims, but the jury could have, because juries can pretty much do anything they want, the jury could have decided to completely disregard my client and vote for the defendant. Or they could have chosen to believe everything, you know, and, and they, 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 they could do anything they wanted. And juries will occasionally pick C, which you didn't know was on the table. <laughs> so, so in this case, the jury comes back and rules for my client. And so they give my client what we're asking for, and they give the defendant obviously nothing. And they basically say, look, defendant, you get to pay the plaintiff. That's it. And after the jury is let go, the defense attorney brings a motion and says, Your Honor, I'm bringing a motion for a judgment notwithstanding the verdict, a JNOV, because um, I don't like the jury's verdict. I don't, I don't think it's right. And the judge said, on the record, I didn't believe plaintiff either. So I'm going to reverse the jury's ruling. Now, you might say, but wait a second, that's a little different than calling somebody, uh, you know, they look like a criminal or something like that. You have to understand something. Juries are fact finders. When there's a jury, they find facts. The judge applies the law. So when the judge says, I didn't believe him either, he's referring to credibility of a witness. I didn't believe him. I found him incredible in the actual meaning of that word. Uh, And so to say that I didn't believe him either, I'm going to reverse the jury's findings, means that he's overruling the jury on a finding of fact. Now, it's possible in some extremely bizarre situations where a judge could overrule the jury on a finding of facts, if they found facts that were so absurd that you know, they were like physically impossible or something. But in this case, there's no question, it was simply a matter of credibility. And so I made the argument to that judge. I said, Your Honor, you are now substituting your opinion for that of the juries, and that's inappropriate. I found case law that said that, and the judge said, well, I'm sorry, take it up on appeal. So we took it up on appeal. And we went into court, and I told this story too many times. I apologize if you've heard it before. Went into court for oral argument on the appeal. I stood up, stated my appearance of the record, and started to talk. And the judge stopped me. 
He goes, Mr. Leto, you can sit down. He points at the other side and he goes, stand up. The guy stands up and the judge goes, why did you ask for a JNOV? Now let's discuss the merits of it. Why did you even ask for it? Like The judge thought it was that out of line that he filed such a motion. And the guy goes, well, Your Honor, I didn't believe it. Isn't the finding of fact the province of the jury? Doesn't matter what you believe. Doesn't matter what Mr. Leto believes. Doesn't matter what I believe. It matters what the jury believes, correct? And the guy goes, well, and the judge goes, no, that, that's correct, dude. Don't, don't argue with me. <laughs> Didn't say dude, I'm sure. And so the judge goes, I'm going to reverse this and send it right back down again. And then he, and he, and he goes, really, why did you ask for it? And the, judge, and, the, and, the, and the attorney goes, well, you can't blame me for asking. And the judge goes, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'm reversing this. Look at the time you wasted here. So he reversed it and sent it back down. So guess what? I got to stand in front of that judge again with the biggest you-know-what eating grin on my face and go, Your Honor, are you here for the entry of a judgment in this matter that was decided by a jury, which went up on appeal and came back down, and now we're here to enter the judgment. And the other side quibbled a little bit about some numbers or something, and the judge had to sign it. (laughs) You have no idea how fun that is when you can look at a judge, and he can look at you, And you can almost communicate telepathically because he knew what I was thinking. I knew what he was thinking and he couldn't say it because if he said it, it would be on the record. (laughs) And I didn't need to say it because a higher court said I was right. And that judge was, uh, let's just say he was not one of my favorite judges. So there you go. But here we have a federal court judge saying that a defendant in front of him looks like a criminal. And they said that was among the many disparaging remarks made by the judge, who later apologized and said, well, I'm just upset at how long this is taking. (laughs) And I'm sorry. But for the court to complain about how long court is taking is somehow a horribly misplaced criticism. So Ari was among the people who sent that to me. Thanks very much. CNN published it. Michelle Watson wrote it. Black man's drug conviction has been vacated after a white judge said the man looks like a criminal. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Wasting time is an important part of life.